me, Sean Capri. Late at night, it's episode 131 of We The Gamer Cast. Publishes on iTunes and Google Play, usually every Monday. But it's Thursday when I'm recording this Friday for you. Happy Friday. That's right, it's a bonus powered by Patreon episode. Thanks to everybody at Make Us Better, patreon.com slash makeusbetter. We've got returning guests. We are celebrating Black History Month here on We The Gamer Cast. We've got Joey Craig coming in just a second. But holy crap, big things happening on Make Us Better. I will talk about that in just a second. But first, I must and I would love to thank our platinum executive producer, Mr. Corey Hicks, our gold executive producers, actually all of our gentlemen executive producers, some old habits there, Nick Militia from Next Level Games, Joel Brooks, James Johnson, Dr. Doom. Jesse Armstrong, Glocko Schaefer, David Ray, Mike, nope, Mike Drummy, yep, uh, Aaron Doherty, Martini Jean, and Mr. Moody himself. Thank you guys for supporting us this month of February. Uh, it was so great to have you. Obviously, we've announced some changes to the Patreon. Um, Bobby is taking a bit of a sabbatical for the foreseeable future. And I put a post at patreon.com slash make us better is also in the make us better group on Facebook, trying to get this out as much as possible, uh, just to let everybody know what is going on. So uh, if you didn't know, if you weren't part of those conversations, you didn't see uh, Bobby's taking a bit of a break. So the gaming gurus is, uh, is taking a backseat. I don't even know how to say, I don't want to say it's gone forever, but it, I, I, we don't have a plan to bring it back on. So I guess hiatus is probably the best term. Uh, Bobby taking care of, uh, some things for himself and focusing on family. And we obviously support him on that. And with the gaming gurus gone, uh, Toby let us know this morning that he would be stepping away from the Patreon as well. So it's, it's Joseph and I. So you might be going, well, what the F, man? Like, there's just two of you guys doing that Patreon, you and Joseph. Like, we're here for the Nintendo Guru. Well, guys, I take this very seriously, and I and I truly do support. I support. I am so grateful for all the support you guys give at patreon.com slash better. And I understand some people have already um, either rescinded or changed their, their, their support. I get it. But I want to let you know that I'm on it. And I want to let you know that this isn't something that I'm letting just crumble away i take this as an opportunity to not only get us back to where we were in a way with with bobby but we can take this to the next level and you deserve that and we are making it better and and we aren't just going to lay over and let it let it fade away I've, i've big moves guys i've been talking to some of you who are listening i've already spoken to so big moves happening in the future, but the big, the biggest thing and the, and the most immediate thing that, that I want to draw your attention to and to try and to fill the gap, because obviously we're missing a Nintendo voice with the Make Us Better crew. Joseph and I like Nintendo. We like, I mean, I've got, we've got two Switches in this house. We've got two Wii U's. I dare anybody of you who have two Wii U's in your house, let me know. Because I don't know what that has to do with the love for Nintendo. I'm just saying that I, that I really like Nintendo. Anyways, we're missing a Nintendo voice. Uh, so I thought it might be exciting to revive If We Ran Nintendo. I will be the host of a brand new If We Ran Nintendo revised and revived from the dead, resurrected, almost like Easter, whatever that means. And, um, I wanted to take the best parts of If We Ran Nintendo, which really is the community. It's you guys, people listening. A lot of you are here because of If We Ran Nintendo. Uh, the Patreon happened really because of If We Ran Nintendo. The shout outs, the 20 minutes, the 45 minutes until we finally got into the Todd Oxford timeout for topics. Uh, I feel like 
like the community made that show what it is. And I, I think you feel that too. So I, I'm changing the format slightly to be a guest show, a lot like this, but I didn't want it to be exactly like this. One-on-one, I already do one-on-one, sir. So we'll do two guests, two people from the community, whether you have a podcast or not, if you're just passionate about Nintendo, I think we all have thoughts on how we could probably fix Nintendo. That is the new If We Ran Nintendo. The first episode will be recorded live because you make us better. We are still in that milestone. So thank you guys so much for that. That is one of the most exciting things that I've been a part of is watching the Patreon reach that level and we went live. That is like, I can't tell you the energy that happens with that. So Sunday at uh, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time, youtube.com slash we the nerdy is where it will live for now. I don't know about the future, but right now that's the channel that I have uh, the ability to post and stream to. So that's where it will be. Justin Masson from Nintendo Dads and Jacob Rush from Nintendo Nostalgia. Are you kidding me? This is like the premiere of all premieres. You guys have to be there. Um, I appreciate everybody's support in the Facebook group, and I hope you're excited about it. Hashtag get hyped. I'm pumped about it. And um, it's almost, it's going to be a lot like this. If you want to be part of the show, just tweet at me, guys. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be great. I think already people are, uh, we've got a bit of a lineup going. So I will be reaching out to many people, try and get these, the, the foreseeable future taken care of in terms of scheduling. But I'm pumped, and I hope this is just, I want to let you know this is just a small token of my commitment to you guys. And Joseph is right here with me. We're building this together and we hope you guys are along for the ride for, with us. I promise you we have really, really cool things happening in March and April and, and beyond, beyond. So stick with us. Don't, don't cancel just yet. I know, I know you're kind of hovering there. I, I get it. I get it. But trust me, if you guys stay with us, I have really really cool things in the works that i can't wait to share with you hopefully we have a couple dominoes need to sort of tip over anyways that's that's i'll leave it at that i'll talk more about that on the next show and please you can you can just resubscribe to if we're in nintendo's the the previous rss feed so go ahead and do that on itunes and google play and be there on youtube.com slash we the nerdy that's that's that um a charity stream. I'm doing a charity stream on Saturday at youtube.com slash we the nerdy. Uh, we're going to be playing Rocket League and Mario Kart and Splatoon, whatever the heck else you guys want to play. It is a community based thing. Again, I want to make sure like this is it guys. You help me do this stuff and I want to just give back as much as freaking possible. Um, having Bobby not here is a big loss, but honestly, we have, we have ideas. We will not let you down. I promise you that. So we're, we're raising some money for, for cancer this weekend. We're going to be doing a, a, a charity stream from 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 8 p.m. We're going to go eight hours straight, maybe order some pizza, maybe eat some crappy food, play some video games. Shout out to playsomevideogames.com. <laughs> That's such a great name. Um, yeah, so I will be raising money for my Ride to Conquer Cancer. I will be giving away a pro controller. Um uh, for the Nintendo Switch, a Splatoon Pro Controller. So we'll figure out something, some sort of like donate to enter or something like that. So stay tuned. And also we'll do a live airing of this show, We The Gamer Cast, my second returning guest we're going to do live during that stream. It will be Blessing at AOEA from OK Beast. I can't freaking believe it. So please be excited. There's this show coming at you on Friday. Saturday is a live stream. Sunday is live if we're at Nintendo. More to come. I hope to have more announcements next week. Joseph and I are so pumped. Thank you guys for sticking with us at Make Us Better. Um, make Us Better, hopefully getting bigger, guys. This is not, there is zero plan. If if it's just me and Joseph, 
we may as well shut it down because that's not good enough for you guys. We, we have to, this has to be, I, I've already said too much. See, you're, you're getting me talking, you guys. Um, why don't we go ahead and get into it? My guest this week is Joey Craig, the Skyward King. He's at Skyward King on Twitter. He was on episode 74. It's been a while since we've talked, so I thought we would catch up. This is a returning guest. It's all possible thanks to your support. Like I said, the milestone that we hit, returning guest number one is Joey Craig. Returning guest number two, uh, Blessing Adeoye. All happened in the same week, guys. This is amazing. It's Black History Month that continues. Here he is, Joey Craig, the Skyward King. Oh no, I'm using a um, a blue snowball. Oh, like Bobby. Yeah. Look at that. You sound way better than Bobby. Oh, it's because I'm using this um, this program called Voice Meter. Oh, tell yeah. me how you walk through that because I've tried it twice and I'm like, this is too complicated for me. Like, were you just kind of all over YouTube? Like, because I I just have gone down the rabbit hole for was it something like banana banana meter something like that i can't uh, remember oh no i'm just using the standard one because mm-hmm. voice meter banana has way too many settings and and then i watched this video and, and this dude explained it really easy and he actually even um like he saved his uh audio settings so you could just upload them into the into the program and so it'll just copy what his settings are and are you serious that, yep <laughs> and so that was super easy for me Okay, so I'm clearly looking in like completely the wrong place. I've tried, I've got given this a legit shot twice, and I felt like the second time I was just doing the exact same thing over again, which really, mm. like, I didn't, it didn't work the first time. So that was real stupid. So maybe I have to, I'll have to see just like, or maybe you could send me, I don't even know. You should send me that way because you sound like just right out of the gate amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah man. I'm well, glad it pa- sounds good. Par- part no, of I it could, is just your natural you. voice. Ooh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. No, I, I could send you. Uh, I could send you the settings. The, yeah, um, the settings file. Yeah. And I guess it works with a USB mic and everything. Because like I remember the first time I was starting to look at some of that stuff was to try and do some virtual cable stuff, and I wanted a soundboard on some show. I can't even remember what it was. And I think it allowed you to have like to play stuff through your desktop but then it would pump through your skype call and stuff like that. i don't even know if that's something you would be looking into or if you're just looking at improving sound audio as you recorded it yeah that's exactly what i was looking at just mm-hmm. trying to improve the audio because just the standard snowball i don't know it's it sounded like like i, I described it before like like kind of like i was talking through a cone yep like it just it just didn't sound that great so yeah, well this, maybe this maybe bobby's listening maybe bobby is hopefully he's out there and at some point when he comes back to us he uh he'll hear this and go yeah maybe i should because he just flipped he was he was recording on the wrong setting i can allow, i can say this now because he made fun of himself he was recording <laughs> on like he he had like the wrong switch in the back for like two years or something crazy like that and he's like oh look at this whatever it is cardioid or something the, the button where you, it actually records out of the front of it he was recording like out of all angles out of it so he was always sounding kind of echoey and stuff so that's that was kind of dumb of him bobby no, <laughs> I mean, who you you just kind of think like it's just gonna you turn it on and it just sounds good, but mine doesn't have the um the buttons in the back. Mine is like the the slightly cheaper version. That's probably better so. though because you know Bobby got a little too fancy for himself. 
<laughs> apparently. Well, hey, glad he figured it out now. Dude, so I'm glad you I'm, I'm glad your camera is working. I don't think your camera worked the last time we recorded. I don't recall seeing you the last time we recorded. No, last time I just I just didn't have it hooked up. And oh, so we okay. were just like, eh, we'll and just And it go didn't for matter. It. I don't think we were doing video back then anyway, so it was like whatever. Yeah, I think it was just on the website. Mm-hmm. So so now you, you do like the you got the YouTube channel going and all that, huh? Yeah, be, yeah, I mean the the patrons wanted it, man. They pushed us to video. I don't even remember. I guess it would have been somewhere around episode 90 or something. I think it was maybe a couple months after you. But the reason I wanted to bring it up was the last time we talked, you were uh, you were about to move. And I don't even know what date this was. It was episode like 75 you were on. So this is going a while back. We're on, you're on 131 right now. And I was mm-hmm. going to ask you if, like, how did the move go? I feel like I don't, I need a life update from Joey Craig, man. <laughs> How'd it go? I mean, it was a, it was a smooth move. It was a. Uh, it actually it wasn't far. I actually moved somewhere like within the same apartment complex, mm-hmm. <laughs> but just like you know, we just moved our stuff. But well, we had our, our stuff like in a most of our stuff like in a storage. So yeah, everything was everything was fine. Yeah, okay. it was a smooth little move. I'm glad it actually happened. I, I feel because like I think you had mentioned that you were in between places or something like that. And mm-hmm. sometimes when people say that, they, then they're really just like temporarily, permanently in a place. So I'm just glad you kind of, because you were living with your mom and living with your sister at some point. Are they so they're all still there? Like you guys are still in close proximity? Yeah. Very How's that? close. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Very no, close, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's cool. I mean, it is what it is. It's a temporary situation. But uh, actually about to move again. It's, it's weird. Oh, dude, we should like we should talk every about year, year and a half. And then we'll just be like, hey, man, how was the move? That'll just be my opening question for you each and every time. Yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, where am I moving? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, just I'm still looking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the current place is fine. It's just. Um, it's very lovely. Looking for something. You you can see you can see all that from. from I mean, this, just this little. I just I get the impression it's very lovely. The cha- the chair you're in is very lovely. The the decor it all looks very nice, very homey, man. I want to kind of just you get a little pretty cozy <laughs> up in there. Hey, thank you, thank you. What's the gaming nah, setup but... like? Is that it just on over your over your shoulder, or where do you game? Uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's yeah? it for right now, yeah. Um. Just got the Xbox hooked up there. Yeah, you do. Uh, um, <laughs> nah, I mean, I need to hook the uh, PS3 up. Oh, nice. I yeah, I haven't played that in a long time. I, I, PS3 has to be like one of my favorite consoles ever. What's calling you back from, from that thing? Are you still picking up your... Because I still have PlayStation Plus, obviously, with the PS4. And I still claim all the games. And every time the PS3 ones come up in my cart, I'm like, this is dumb. Like, I don't know if I'm going to go back to that, really. It's a great console. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's like there's nothing this generation that just makes it like I just need to be here. Mm. But there are other, but I know there are other games like back, you know, in the past generation that I could definitely just pop in and I know I'm going to have fun. Starhawk, um, if I pop in Mass Effect 3, which I can play um, on the Xbox because of backwards compatibility, I mm-hmm. can actually play that and you know throw in a multiplayer and be able to stream it. So that's cool. You can stream it at mixer mixer.com slash Skyward King. 
Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the plug. Yeah, man. I'm I'm digging Mixer, dude. I want to talk about that in a little bit, but let's let's keep on the PlayStation business because I honestly this it's amazing. Just I mean, maybe I listened to too many podcasts, but I was just listening to Dave Moore say something very similar to what you just said, and uh, the problem is. I think people just maybe take you a little bit more seriously. You just have a little bit more authoritative way of saying it. But he was saying uh, this generation he feels is actually one of the worst. That he doesn't really feel too strongly about this one. And, and that he looks backwards for the nostalgia and for the quality of games. And just sort of like this collection of timeless, undeniable classics. Um, he does, like I don't know if you feel the same way about this generation that... Are we going to look back on the PS4 and Xbox One and go, those were the days? And I feel like maybe he has a point. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if we're along these lines, you're not going to have a counter argument to this. Maybe like, actually, this game totally breaks that rule. But what do you feel about PS3 that's been so great? Um, I don't, PS3, I think, well, one, that was, that was just the, the last generation console that, that was just my home for gaming period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why it, I'm sure a, a lot of nostalgia goes into why what, I love what it. What stage so much, of but... life is PS3? Because <clears throat> it's almost 10 years. It's what, 2007 to 2013 when the PS4 came out. So something like that, I think. So like what, what point in your life are you now versus then kind of make, because I feel like that plays into it a little bit, right? Like, uh, like, what do you mean? Like, are you in, like, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember your age. Like, I feel, because for me, PS3 is, like, university college, which is, like, perfect, because we would go to school, we'd come home and play some, some NHL and Gears of War and stuff like that. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like you're maybe a little younger, so, it, like, is PS3, like, high school for you? I'm not, I'm not sure. No, when mm-hmm. I, when I yeah. first got my PS3, I was... Jeez, what? Twenty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm 27 right now. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't that long. Oh well, yeah, that is a long time ago. But, <laughs> Dude, but, does uh, that suck to realize in this moment? You're like, oh dang, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it, it really didn't feel like that long ago, mm-hmm. but it yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Dang, time is just going. But yeah, um, okay. So you're know, in your 20s, kind of just like rolling with the PS3. I see. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, because yeah, I would have been. I would have been just a, so if you're 27 now, so I'm six years. So yeah, just a, it's just a slightly different stage. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think we're both in this generation that we're talking about in similar points in our lives to appreciate it one way or another. Um, so like when you got your PS3, what was, what, like, why did you buy PS3 to begin with? Uh, because there were so many games uh, that were having sequels from the PS2, and that was oh. that was one of my favorite. And so I had to play God of War three. Mm-hmm. I had to continue the next generation of Ratchet and Clank. Um, it was just it was a lot of sequels. Like yeah. that was pretty much it. And it was like just going from what I was already playing. It's like I could expect quality, so I just knew that's where I was just going next. Mm-hmm. Um, How early did you get in on it? Because a sucker was expensive. I got in late. Uh, the bundle I got was two fifty, and it, it was two fifty, and it came with like two games. I think oh it was yeah, like Ratchet, it was like Ratchet and Clank all for one, mm-hmm. and Little Big Planet two. So mm-hmm. yeah, I got a I got a really good deal. It was a Black Friday deal. 
Nice. And was this um, was this around the time that you'd have been podcasting too? Like you were kind of getting into it just for the first time. I know there's a bit of a gap between when we talked and then when you were when you were back doing that. You're on. I can't remember what the show was called, but you were on like something on Nerdist, weren't you? No, no, no it or was, somehow uh, related to Nerdist. Yeah, it was it was the guy who who's on Nerdist. Uh, oh, that was, was it, Malik. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Malik Forte. Yeah, he he started hosting on Nerdist, um, but back then he had his own website, and so I had. Yeah, that was. Mm, I don't know if it was that long ago, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was definitely a while back. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't think I was podcasting back then i think i was still trying to find my way to doing youtube videos back then but it's it still it would have been a couple years before i even started that mm-hmm. and i still haven't really got into it it's, yet either so it's one of those things where like once you start doing it it's hard to it is hard to get out unless you're bobby paul's you know whatever we'll see you soon bobby i'm just gonna yeah. be razzing him this whole time and he's gonna hate <laughs> me for it like and i would probably hate me for it as well uh, but I want to talk to Bo- talk about Bobby in a little bit. But um, why why now that like the PlayStation Three? This this is I'm I'm gonna stick on this a little bit, Joey. I'm a little stuck on it because like it's just a little weird to me. Like what what do you why the PlayStation Three now? What's wrong with your what's wrong with the Xbox, man? <laughs> um, we both know the game situation oh, that the no, the Xbox is dealing with. Look, look, look. I, I I like Xbox. I love the interface. Um, it's it's you know it's 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 cool. It's just it doesn't. None oh, of the exclusives dang. really stand out to me. You know, you want to be a pirate? No, I'm I'm interested in that, and I'm Are definitely you? gonna get the Game Pass. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna get the you know get the game pass when that comes around. But mm-hmm. other than that, it's like I tried Gears, and that wasn't really my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gotten into Halo like that. Yeah. Um, I haven't even tried Halo, so I can't even say if Ooh, that's gonna be. Come on, get it. Yeah, I, and you know what? It's it's crazy. Like I had it and I gave it away. <laughs> but you'll get it back with Game Pass. That's the cool thing. Like Halo Five. Halo Five. Just throw the story out the window. I've said it before a thousand times. But Halo Five is a good time, dude. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. So, yeah. um, are you playing? Uh, like, are you have like physical games laying around for your PS3 that you got, or is there some some PlayStation Plus games you're like, oh? random ass game 13 came out for free on playstation 3 that's the one i've been wanting to do like what's your what's your backlog or plan of attack for ps3 oh man um there was a time when i when i was doing playstation 3 that i was just collecting as much as i could so oh yeah every time a deal was coming around i'm just buying it and just wasting so much money (laughs) and now it's like oh my god i got a box full of ps3 games and i got some digital ones too but i'm just i've always been a physical mm-hmm. guy so you know i had to keep at that but uh yeah well i mean when i throw it back on i'm probably just gonna throw in starhawk um maybe play some last of us multiplayer mm-hmm. or what else like i said um what was it mass effect mass effect 3 or geez, there's just all all these different options. That's, Dude, that's I, and I love every one of those things. Is like each one of those games that'd be a month for me, easy. Like you just name like the the rest of like up until E3 for me. 
Yeah, and you know what? And the thing is, it's like I'd, I'd sit there and I'd play the Xbox, right? And it's like it's cool, but it's <laughs> like there's nothing. Just thinking about the fact that I, I don't know, it's like I'm playing it. It felt like I was playing it because it's newer, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm thinking back, and it's like there's still all these games that they're still new to me. I haven't played them yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the graph graphically, like. Xbox, PS4, yeah, graphic, PS4 and Xbox, they're better. Like yeah. they, of course, but there's not that big of a difference. It's not like, and I can go back and enjoy some PS2 games. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like, I instead of just focusing on you know PS4, Xbox One, whatever else, you know, I could be enjoying some PS1 games. I can be enjoying some classic SNES games that I never played. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's just. I don't know. Uh, the current generation, it really kind of, I don't know, it seems real dull to me. Like they're not, they're just doing the same thing over again. And some games, like there's a few games that do something brand new or just, you know, do, even if it's not brand new, but they do it really good to the point where, you know, you want to try it out. But most of it is just, yeah. What, what are some of the better examples in your mind? Because I know the elephant in the room as soon as we pick up this phone call is Warframe. And (laughs) it's been 60 episodes or so since we last talked. And I'm like, we're going to play some Warframe together. To be honest with you, I finally fired it up. And it is not the game I thought it was. And like, even the way you described it to me the first time, I'm like, that's not what I was, that's not what I was picturing. This is wait, why did I avoid it this long? Like, I don't know. This is an awesome, this is an awesome game. And I don't know if this is an attractive part of the new generation of, or the now generation of consoles, or if this is totally crappy, but like, it seems to me that some of these free to play games are like actually good. Like, is that, mm-hmm. is that what your take is on? Like, do you think that we, you want more things like Warframe and Skyforge? And, um, I think another one is called like Paladins, which is sort of like an overwatch kind of rip off, but it's free to play kind of thing. What's your, what's your take on, on that? Cause it seems like that may be, um, something that's attracting you in, in the now generation um I, don't know. I mean other than other than warframe and maybe blacklight retribution which i used to play which that was another free to play game that, that was okay free it's, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like a call of duty ish kind of game mm-hmm. so the, it's like the gameplay is so similar like i wouldn't if i really wanted that I'd just go play that game. There's no reason I'd go pay 60 bucks for Call of Duty when it's, it really, it's, it kind of has that modern Call of Duty kind of feel to it. It's sort of futuristic, I think. It's been a while since I played. I, they don't have that on Xbox, so. Oh, no. Is I, on, is on PC then? It's on PS4. Oh, uh, PS4. PS4 and PC, yeah. Okay. What's your, P- so, are you playing anything on PC these days? Or at all? Ever? No, I don't, I don't have a gaming PC. I wish yeah. I did. I'd, I'd be. Do you? Playing all kind of, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff. I think it's. I just I love the the fact that there's so many options mm-hmm. on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, you'd be trouble on PC though, just with the whole buying games on mass on the PS3. Uh, like if you feel like you had trouble, and I'm the same, dude. Like it literally got to the point where I would be looking at a game, I'd be at EB Games, I'd be staring at a case. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to put this. And like that was the decision of whether or not I would be buying this game or not. I was like, I don't know where I'm gonna like. I, I mean, I've got. I guess I could replace all of this crap behind me that you can't see that I'm pointing at because I'm frozen on a stupid <laughs> Skype camera because it's a piece of crap. 
But like all, I guess this could be game display, and that's, I guess that's the difference is what during the PS3 and Xbox 360 era, I was buying every DVD, every Blu-ray, every game that I could possibly get my hands on because I felt like the display of it was like part of the experience. Like as much as I wanted to play the game, I liked having that on my shelf. And I don't know if people really like think like that anymore. My games are all tucked away in in storage now. Like they're they're accessible. I've got them organized and everything. It looks great. But it's not like I don't have a DVD tower sitting next to my my TV anymore. Breaks my heart that that's the case. But uh, where like where are you keeping yours? Are your games accessible, or do you still have them on display? Like I don't know. Am I the only one who's made this change? I eh, the no the majority of my old my PS3 games they're in a, a box ah. and my Xbox games I, which I only have a couple <laughs> they're just I mean they're stacked up but they're they're not they're not on display like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Does it make you sad? It uh, it's just an old way of doing things, I guess. Right? It's yeah, like having the old records on display. Yeah, I mean you know what I think. I still, at some point, I'm I'm gonna have them back up. You know, yeah, what I mean, man. I, it's not. Yeah, I, I'm not. I love physical copies. Um, I want to buy. I, like, I'm the kind of person. I'll still buy CDs. You know what I mean? Do you really <laughs> CDs? Yeah, CDs. I love. Look, I love the fact that I have a backup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, especially because I've had problems with digital. Like, even I think on Xbox, something happened. There was like a glitch. And I had some games, and I think it was DLC. It was DLC and music. Mm-hmm. They they like took away my license or something to them, and it was just like, hey, you can't, you don't have access to these because we don't know that you purchased them. Oh, the, I, yep. Yeah, the idea that that could happen to me again with like full games, mm-hmm. like that's crazy. I wouldn't want to build up a library to that, and that makes me think about like, like what happens if. You know, some years from now, uh, like a glitch happens and Microsoft isn't around to fix it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then, then I'm stuck. You know, I, I just I don't like I don't like full on digital. So I I like and plus I just like to look at them. It just really feels like you own it when you can when you can see it and hold something. You know what I mean? You know what I miss though, dude. And and there's a couple games. I think Nicalis is the developer who does this on Switch, like like instruction booklets. Like I miss yeah. instruction booklets so bad, and part of the reason now, like with with Lincoln around, I um, I th- I put a wax crayon in his hand for the first time just last weekend, and he was kind of like <laughs> scribbling on a piece of paper, and uh, he wasn't even holding it the right way; he was all sideways. Like <laughs> a dumb baby. Um, but like the the reason I bring that up is. I basically like learned how to draw and I was very, I would spend a lot of afternoons and summer days just pulling out an instruction booklet from, from Mech Warrior or a shitty Mega Man port to PC because we didn't have consoles in my house. And, um, we would just draw what was on the instruction booklets. And it seems to me that like there was a time when the instruction book had like, there, there was a digitized version of it on the game. Like you could kind of flip through and now you don't mm-hmm. even get that. I'm like, what the? What the heck, man? I sometimes I actually need to know how to play this game, and I need to know what the yeah. what the background is. I always love like those little those write ups in the for that first paragraph. They would talk about like just nonsense, really. They're like, I guess we got to come up with some backstory for the instruction booklet, not the game. 
itself, but the instruction booklet instead. Yeah, you don't get any of that anymore. Now it's just like uh, maybe you open it and you see a couple. Um, you might see a controller and then the little buttons you you need to hit and some instructions, but none and of a that reminder extra. of the season pass that's coming out for it. Oh yeah, and, and none of it is in color either. It's mm. like, geez, you couldn't even give us colored ink. <laughs> Jeez, color ink. <laughs> <laughs> just cheap it's just black and white dude um i wanted to ask you about your dad you said last time uh he got you into dragon ball and -hmm. i was wondering i don't think it was it was out at the time but um or maybe i just wasn't aware of it you guys watching super does he watch super like are you watching what's your how's dragon ball in your life these days uh i watch dragon ball super yeah uh I, I, I wish he could see it, but uh, my my dad actually passed. What? So he didn't oh my actually... gosh, Joey! I am so sorry, man. No, I mean, it's you know, it's you know, it's it's okay. But no, that was uh, yeah, he he would have loved it. He would have mm-hmm. loved it. But, no kidding. Jeez, uh, there's uh, a lot of stuff. I just be like, man, he would have he would have really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, man. I wonder how he would. He was a big Mass Effect fan. I wonder how what he would have thought of uh, Andra- Andromeda. Andromeda. Yeah, that would have been something. What did, did <laughs> you play pr- it? Yeah, we used to play uh, Mass Effect Three multiplayer. He got hooked did on that really? for a while. Yeah, I was. It took a while. I was like, yeah, like we could get on there and we could play and we can, you know, uh, was it chain our abilities together? Mm-hmm. And because you know, and he was like. Mm, I don't know because he was just a big single player guy. Yeah, but once I finally got him on there, he was so hooked. Oh my god! I think, I, I think he just he went full into it and started buying. Um, what is it? Couldn't you, you could you could buy like the you could put in some money so you could get like some random boxes of stuff. I think, and then and he just went full in. Dude, I don't think I ever played hours. the multiplayer in that game, and I like that oh, game. Oh, you missed out. Did I? I think oh. no, because it's what you get with that. You get you get a similar experience with with Warframe. So Ooh. it's out. Yeah, I'd, I'd compare the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It's a it's a really fun game. So what, try, what what do you think your dad would have thought of Andromeda? Do you think he would have hated it like everybody else? No, I think I think he would have been the guy that was that would have enjoyed it for for what it was yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. that it really because though it's not what we expected just from what i played i didn't even get to play the full game yet which is a shame because it's dirt cheap now there's no excuse um uh he, he would have enjoyed it it's on he ea access by the way if you get if you have ea access five bucks a month you get it for free man you know what I, I should just go ahead and do that and enjoy it but you know what there's so many games that i could get because it's like I see him That's a good on point. X, Xbox Pass or EA Access, and it's like, but I, I want to own the physical one, so I, I hold mm. off just so I can have mm. that experience of just actually having it. I was going to ask you because, like, you know, EA Access and Game Pass and these things sort of get you around maybe the fear of, of buying a, a digital product and then the license kind of, like, glitching out on you a little bit. Like, I've basically avoided really buying digital movies like i wouldn't i don't think i would buy a digital movie i would rent something because just watch it but like movies for some reason i don't care about owning Mm -hmm. and games like i i don't think 
I'm quite there yet. Although I, I have made the jump for movies and I don't really care if I own stuff because of Netflix and all that other stuff. Maybe I'm just along the same path and I should just like give in. Like, oh, okay, just... no, it, it's a slippery slope, but but don't give in, man. You know, just <laughs> hold on. Hold on as long as you can. We got to have something sacred, man. I, <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm going to think something very special of my because there's a couple games I buy like like there's a special instance for me to buy physical, which is it's uh it's dirt cheap, but also mm-hmm. it's a like a single player, like a long term, like single player game. If it has any sort of like multiplayer aspect to it like call of duty for example i would probably want digital because if there's like if i see you or somebody else playing online and and i just want to hop in like i want to go like well the disc is all the way over there so if there's multiplayer kind of lazy i know dude isn't that the worst (laughs) isn't that the worst thank you for calling me out on that because everybody else (laughs) is kind of like yeah you're right that is that would that does suck it's laziness that's all there is to it yeah i keep seeing people saying that it's like just it's not that difficult. Like we did this forever. Yeah. You know? yeah. But then we started turning on our consoles with wireless controllers and it changed everything, man. Oh uh, yeah. You have to get yeah, up to. I'm, I'm lazy for that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. So can we talk about black Panther for a second? Yeah, of course. Did you see it? Saw it twice. You saw it twice. That a boy. <laughs> I, I I had to. Yeah. I got, of course. Now I got the got the movie pass. I couldn't like see it only once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is something that we don't have. This movie pass. I keep hearing about. I'm super jealous of it, man. Oh, you missed out on the good times of movie pass. Now, oh, really? <laughs> now it's it's seven ninety five a month. Well, it used to like when I got it, it was nine ninety five a month, right? Now it's seven ninety five a month, mm-hmm. but now they want you to pay for the entire year. That's okay, front, like like Prime style. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. just do the monthly, and but I guess it's cool because you get like this streaming service, so you get the streaming service packaged in with that for whatever seven ninety five a month for mm-hmm. twelve months equals you know so yeah but eh, but that kind of takes away that convenience for me because it was like you know I just want to be able to drop my ten bucks for that month you know what I mean if I had a couple movies I want to see that month I want to just be able to pay that and not have to pay for an entire year because I don't see movies that much mm-hmm. so but now you can see Black Panther in the in the theater for you know you can still go another four times you don't have to think twice about it so what is it what is it for you, like, is this like a is this like a moment? This movie, or is it just another Marvel movie? Because like, it's hard for me. Like, I, I'm trying to think of like like Wonder Woman last year was like this big thing, and like they'd have all women going to the mm-hmm. movie and checking that out. Um, and like, I I kind of get it. But now that I've watched Moana seventeen thousand times with Lincoln, I feel mm-hmm. like Moana is actually a better Moana. Mo- why am I saying that funny? Uh, I feel like that's actually a better Wonder Woman type of movie. It's like a, it's a better woman empowering movie in my mind than than Wonder Woman mm-hmm. was. It seemed like Wonder Woman was trying a little harder. But what for you? Like, what does does Black Panther represent anything bigger than just the fact that it's a Mar- another Marvel movie? What was your take on it, dude? Yeah, I mean it. It did mean something. You yeah, know what I mean seeing that, seeing that it was. I don't know that it was. Of course, the, just the fact that it's a black hero, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I know it's like, yeah, we, we had Falcon and, yeah. and I know everyone loves people love to bring up all the other characters that, that right? were. 
Yeah, like, like, let me prove you that this is not a big deal by listing the four other people, all of them, the four other heroes that you have. (laughs) Yeah, but it's... Dude, you're kind of proving the point. Yeah, but it's like, but there was always something about that character. Or, you know what? You, so many times when there was a black hero, it was like the the black hero was the only black character. Mm. So that's one thing. And it's just the fact that you just have this movie that's... I don't know. It's just so the fact that it just feels so authentic. Mm. And if you look at what they did, like the background, the research that they did, they they really tried to keep to make it really have a traditional, you know, while even though it's, you know, sci fi and, you know, unrealistic, you know, they tried to keep these traditional African aspects to it Mm -hmm. and the accents. And of course, it's just like some of those characters are people that. Not not the characters, but the actors are people that I've seen my you know my entire life. So, mm-hmm. you know, Angela Bassett, um, mm-hmm. uh, what is it, Forrest Whitaker? You know, all these people. It's just it's just so cool, just seeing all that. Yeah, seeing you know, them all it, together too. Like you said, typically yeah. it's just like it's just them. Yeah, exactly, and, mm-hmm. and it's just it was a really cool experience. Do you think that this like? Does this movie happen now? Because I'm thinking about all the different um, Marvel movies that we had up until this point. Mm-hmm. There seems to be like a magical lining up of this is what Hollywood is thinking is important versus like Mar- like the Marvel universe is well expanded now. And like, was this the was this the right time? Is this the? I guess my question is is was this really the only time that Black Panther could have happened? Like, could could we have seen this movie come out four years ago, maybe? Or is this a result of just a lot of stuff that's been going on over the last couple of years and a big and a big push of this? Or was it more of a well? It was it was just about time that the Black Panther get put into the MCU kind of thing. Um. Hmm. I don't know uh, if that's a really clear uh, question either, but no, I mean, no, I hear what you're Things saying. Things happen it's when like, they happen, I guess, but yeah, yeah, that and I mean, I, I think it's a mix of both. Yeah, yeah. like it, it was about time. I mean, like think about it; it's been about ten years. It's a good ten years. Many characters have come. Mm-hmm. I think it was about time um, that we finally get a you know a, a black hero on mm-hmm. the on the same level of like an Iron Man or a Thor or something. You know what I mean? Because, you know, all the, all the other ones were, they're sidekicks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Falcon, uh, I, uh, was it? What's that dude's? Uh, Tony Stark's sidekick. Oh, dude, uh, War Machine. I don't even know his freaking name. I'm totally yeah. blanking on him. But yeah, you're totally yeah. right. Like the the, yeah. the one, and like this is, this is again, I'm totally admitting this is proving the point that there aren't enough, but I feel like the one example is... Like Blade, Blade is badass, dude, and he's the man. And like, but that was that was years ago, and even that was that was just again the one example. That doesn't say, well, I don't know what the big deal is. You got Blade, like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't really add up in my mind. Yeah. And just the way that you kind of said that too, like to have Black Panther on the same level as as Iron Man, I don't even get a sense that this is that that's sort of that that's fake or forced or anything like that. Like that this mm-hmm. is a legitimate, like full on balls out movie that, that they believe in and not a, I don't know. Is it fair to say like not a favor, not a, not a handout. Like this yeah. is, this is a full on blockbuster movie, dude. Like that's, that's awesome. 
Yeah. And what about Lion yeah. King? Because Lion King is this other like I feel like maybe there's what I'm hoping I guess because we're seeing this is now a couple weeks after it's been out and it's been or I guess just a week after how many weeks has been out? Two weeks. Black Panther. Yeah, you've seen it twice now, so it's been uh, out for a couple days. That was that. Mm. Just that last weekend. Yeah, the man, Thursday, that's what I was thinking. Like, Thursday, we're yeah. just hearing records being broken like crazy, and it's yeah. nuts. And um, I'm just kind of hoping that we just find that people actually want this. And it's more than just, like, it's everybody wants this. It's not, like I said, it's not a favor or handout or anything. That mm-hmm. there's This is legitimate, like, interesting stuff that we want to see. Um, talk to me about, maybe a little bit about Lion King. Like, what do you know about the Lion King cast and the, the movie that's coming out there? I know absolutely nothing about. Oh, that. Oh, dude, it's like it's all it's all um, it's all black actors and actresses, and like it's it's again. I think it's going for that same level of authenticity instead of mm-hmm. having like Jonathan Taylor Thomas voice a freaking like the the the, the whitest kid in From Home Improvement uh, playing this African lion. I feel like Donnie Glover's in that movie at some point. Like, maybe yeah, that's just... but you know, I never really saw it that way. It's like you want to see it in the whitewash. They're lions. They're li- <laughs> I don't. I don't see okay. them. Like, okay. okay. They're yeah. They're they're African lions, but mm-hmm. they're 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 lions. Mm-hmm. I never really thought you know there should be a black voice behind that lion. Mm-hmm. I know is well because Scar it's cool. was pretty sweet. Hmm? Scar was pretty sweet. Like it was Alan you know, Rickman. It's pretty good. I, I didn't. I didn't know that was I him. Was Alan, I don't think it was Alan Rickman. I oh. always mix up Alan Rickman <laughs> with um with the guy from from Die Hard. I think he was about. Is that Alan Rickman? Holy crap, man! I'm such an idiot with these he, things. Sometimes. He got me hyped for a second. I was like, "What is that him?" Oh man! But no, it, it was cool. Um, did they did they say that they were bringing back um, Alan Rickman? I don't think so. No, no, no. no, no. The, the, the guy who uh, who voiced um, Jeremy Foster. Irons. Jeremy Irons is the guy from from Die Hard. That was Scar. Jeremy. I'm such, I'm such an idiot. He has, oh, um, uh, uh, Alfred. Yeah. Alfred? He wasn't. No, that's um, Michael Michael Caine. No, no, no. A uh, uh, Batman, the most recent Alfred. Isn't that him? I don't think. I think that's Michael Caine. For real? Maybe we should just talk about something else because we have no <laughs> idea, dude. Um, I know you were on the the Dublin Cox experience, man. That yeah. was pretty sweet. I was like, God, oh, you beat me to it. Yeah, man. It was uh no, the, the only reason I was on there is because you suggested him to me, man. I appreciate that. Delvin is he is a he's the dude, man. He is so awesome. And I was listening to that show and I was like, I love that that maybe this is also a thing that maybe we just I was saying to uh to Edward just the last week. I'm like my mm-hmm. pledge out of all this and this has been like such a cool little little thing that we've been doing on we the gamer cast with celebrating black history month i'm like i don't want march to just be like a return to the white cast kind of thing like i I really (laughs) like to just kind of like continue this on like we don't just do february and then it's back to your to your whitewash programming Mm -hmm. um but like i think delvin had asked you a question i don't know if you had more time to sort of like dwell on it in terms of like what does black history months kind of mean to you personally and is this a time where you do any like type of reflection or is it just another month to you or i don't know man like it i think it depends from person to person but like what is february to you every year february is 
I mean, it's kind of like what you said before is it's kind of like just another month yeah. because I, I never really just think about black history on black history month. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, because it's it's my people's history. It's, it's that's, you know, it's not something I just box into that time. Right, man. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. I, I never. So really... how what about black like present or future like how do you feel about like is this a time to reflect on what the state of things are now and going forward like what's your what's your take on like how are things how like how are you how are you doing in 2018 as a handsome black man <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> even though you say thank you just like golly yeah i mean i don't know i guess i'm not you know. <laughs> i don't know how to how to take that no i'm joking but uh um, coming from the pinkest guy on the internet. Yeah, how, how are you doing? Am, like, in what way? Like, there's think, so many ways I could. That's why I asked such an open question because you can take it anywhere. Um, <laughs> like, because I like everybody should follow you on Twitter at Skyward King, and you know, every now and then, I feel like there's a there's a response that I I would want even more from you actually, which is kind of what I'm trying to get at, which is like there are certain things that happen in our world that that get a very strong but i think rational response from you Mm -hmm. in terms of uh violence that's happening or just i don't know the president and things like that like how how do the big things that are happening in our world how do they affect you or do they in your sort of like everyday life does the does the macro come down to the micro in joey craig's world i don't know um not not as much as it used to yeah Uh, like it like stuff like that's going on in the world it it used to really get to me mm-hmm. but now i don't know i, I guess it's is it because you were kind of like looking like was there sort of like um was it, it was just a sort of like a trigger response where maybe just because of previous experience was there stuff that had happened before where you go well this is happening so i'm pissed now and now you just kind of like Maybe there's other distractions or are things maybe better? Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I know I'm probably asking a question you probably never even thought of before. But, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to get your take on how, how things are in 2018. Everybody kind of said 2017 was a real shitty year. Are things better now? Are things getting better? I don't know. I mean, uh, things are – they feel about the same. Yeah, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, it's – nothing was dramatically different. Mm-hmm. I know everyone kind of thought everything was going to go south in 2017, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. It's not that big of a difference point from the year before that or the year before that. Dude, I think this is uh, what it's called being jaded. I think after a while, it's just like, <laughs> I guess I just don't care anymore, unfortunately. And that, like, it's know, sort of like a, it, it's a totally rational response, I think. Yeah, it, it kind of is like that. Like I, I used to be really sensitive to things mm-hmm. and I think like, I think I just gotten so used to just being like just letting things roll off my shoulder mm-hmm. that I look at other people and I'm like, why are you getting so upset or offended right. about everything or this thing that's so small, like in the grand scale of things, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I can't even make myself do it anymore. You know, yeah, I there, there are certain things like even if they're not big, I still get my opinion on them or, you know, I just feel like it's you know big enough to talk about. But I, I never really get upset do you think it's actually harder maybe this is a better question like do you think it's harder to have an opinion about anything without really being called out on it like i feel like that's actually what kind of like what 
what gets beaten out of people is like, how dare you have a strong opinion about this thing that is like actually super important to me, which is actually if it like, it's one of those things I think, I can't remember who said it, but if it matters to me or if it matters to you, then it matters. Like the fact that it's real and that you perceive whatever it is to be either a problem or an issue or something noteworthy, then it's, then it is real. It's this notion of, uh, perception is reality. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think that there's this there's this thing that happens that over time that that people sort of like call people out for having a strong opinion on one one way or another, and then you stop having the discourse about it. And I sort was talking about that at the start of last week's We the Gamer cast, just a little bit about the the notion of thoughts and prayers and how I think that there's some impatience surrounding thoughts and prayers. We people want some action around gun control and things like that. And, you know, I just sort of liked a tweet that said thoughts and prayers don't block bullets which i don't i still think that that's not really a controversial thing to say but uh i think everybody's on the same page that we all want fewer kids dying in schools so why did we stop at the the trigger reaction to saying like well you don't say anything bad about thoughts and prayers that's the end of the discussion now we're not friends anymore i think that that's sort of maybe the a microcosm of what the entire conversation is like where it starts and stops and it's to me it's way too quick where you just don't even get to have a conversation about anything anymore. And maybe that's the part about Black History Month that I love the most is that it prompts a conversation that otherwise wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Whatever that happens to be, whether it's looking all the way back or looking right now, what's in front of us right now, and then maybe setting aspirations for the future. That to me is like totally from the outside looking in. And just as somebody who's like, trying to spark conversation uh through the through the guests this month that's kind of what my takeaway is and it's i think i mentioned it on a previous show it's a it's a takeaway that i that i've learned from like the gay pride uh, parades as well where you think well where's the straight pride parades well that's silly like that's not really <laughs> that's not really the point you get a straight pride parade every single day so so anyways, yeah, man. I just, <laughs> that kind of sounded like uh, people, it's like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Well, all lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not the, that's, that's not, not the really point. the thing. And that's actually yeah. amazing that that's not, I don't really, is that, I hate to think that movements like that quiet down. Like is that, and I'm not really, being in Canada wasn't really here at all. Like mm-hmm. we didn't really have the same violence happening here. So it wasn't really in uh wasn't in the streets for us. You didn't see real marches mm-hmm. happening. Is that still have is is that still a thing? Are we are have we moved on to something else? I mean, people have definitely kind of gotten back in place on it. You know what I mean? Instead that of everyone sucks, just, man. Doesn't it suck? Yeah, yeah. It it does suck. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, it seems like a, a lot was going on, and it. it it has inspired a lot that's still going on now. It's just mm-hmm. that fire definitely isn't there. But, you know, that happens for everything, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, a natural disaster happens around that time. Everyone wants to help everyone's, you know, and then a couple of weeks go by and, every, you know, things die down. But, you know, the work still needs to be done. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of people are still rebuilding. They're going to be rebuilding for years, but that just, it happens, you know? So it's expected. Uh, and that's just how it goes. Yeah. I guess that's, that's a, that's a pretty good comparison in terms of, 
well after the limelight, people are still struggling and like God mm-hmm. knows what's happening in Puerto Rico. Like I have I actually have no idea. Um, but I know that that rebuild is going to be going to be a long time. But I, I, my hope is that once like disasters have a really great way of bringing in resources and money and attention so that the rebuild can actually even happen. Like, yes, they're going to be rebuilding for a long time, but hopefully yeah. that long time means that it's better than it not happening. And so I don't I just don't know if that translates exactly over to societal issues where like once the once the headlines go away the support and like the rebuild never really started like, or maybe it did. And maybe that's why we don't see as much of it anymore. Or maybe we completely got jaded by that. We stopped. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I, I hesitate to say it. I don't think that we would. I think if, if I think maybe things have slowed down, but I'm not sure. Like I, again, I'm not, I'm not into it as much, but are people still being shot down in the streets for just for nothing? And I think that's maybe what I was talking oh. about before with like, like I know you've had very rational and justified reactions to here's what happens when a white kid slaps a cop in the face or runs away or like is, is disobedient versus here's what happens to a black man who's hands on his head in the middle of a street doing nothing mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the way things the way things have happened, the way people are, you know, the way things have kind of gone quiet. And, and to, to your question, are is this stuff still happening? I mean, it's it's, it's been happening forever. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it's this has been something that people, you know, black people have been talking about forever. Like, yes, this is going on and pay attention to it. But it's like it didn't really take off until. It was like social media. Is this, they, they, a, is know, this when somebody took a knee for the national anthem? Is that kind no. of when things kind of took off? Mm, no, I mean, the the talk, I mean, yeah. about, uh, was it police brutality? No, that's been going on for a long time. Well, it's, I know uh, that, but like it sort of hit yeah. a fever pitch when Colin Kaepernick kind of, he's like, enough is enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if, if that's when, that's when it went international. Yeah. But... Here, I mean, is it's been going on for years. It's been Trayvon Martin. You know what I mean? I mean, even though those the the police brutality and Trayvon Martin, they're not exactly the same. But it was just like, um, it was like there was just a whole bunch of big events happening Mm -hmm. one after another. It was that one, and then there was the Eric Garner, you know, situation where he was he was just choked to death by some cops. for was he selling cigarettes and yeah man they're just like you know he's just like leave me alone i'm just sitting here minding my own business they just choke him to death mm-hmm. nothing happens and and the guy just gets off they had it on camera you know i mean mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you saw it. i don't really yep. explain it like like it's just brand new but yeah you know that, that kind of that conversation has been going on forever mm-hmm. um but yeah, there's definitely not as much attention on it as there, there has should to be. be. And I don't want to like, I don't want to just dwell in this like, holy crap, everything is awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there, there must. I don't know if there's anything quite as frustrating in the world that, other than seeing something that is so clearly awful happening, and then like nobody doing anything about it. Yeah. Like that's and that's sort of the whole point of thoughts and prayers and the. I think now that the the headlines are all about. Uh, about the school shootings and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And, and like, we can all agree these are, these are horrible, horrible things. And it's like, 
can we just can we just do something? That'd be great. It'd be like imagine if EA was still doing their their loot boxes. <laughs> <laughs> like not to like totally marginalize everything, but to bring it back around to like in there's other instances where there's a large group and a large voice, people saying like, I don't like this, something should change. And it changes in a lot mm-hmm. of different ways. And I think that that's uh, there's a lot of different. I think the the comparison I'm seeing this week is two kids side by side. One of them's holding an assault rifle. The other's holding a kinder's surprise. And they're like, one of these is banned in the U.S. and the other is a firearm. Like the Kinder Surprise, Kinder Surprise is like a chocolate, okay? And you can, you break it open, there's a toy inside. And you can kind of like, maybe there's a little, like a puzzle, you can put them together and stuff. And Mm -hmm. they ban them in the States, and we still have them in Canada, by the way. So we're opposite. We we don't just buy assault rifles in Walmart, but you can buy Kinder Surprise in Walmart. And the reason they banned them in, in the States was because... Um, kids were choking on the toy inside they would just eat Um, it looks like an egg and it's hollow and inside is this toy and kids were choking on them so the the comparison is well yeah kids were choking on them so they banned them so we mm -hmm. discovered that this was bad and this was dangerous we didn't like the outcome of what was happening so we banned them but then there's there's guns it's just that that conversation is so it's more there's more to it you know what i mean so it's like you you can't just you can't really just Okay, you stop. You take away that candy, and okay, the end, end result of that is you simply save lives, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you simply save kids from from choking. But you take away guns, and you got to think about okay, well, what are you going to do when the the criminals have the guns, but the people that need them to defend mm-hmm. themselves don't? You know what I mean? It, it's 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 not just like a black and white thing. It's just so simple because there's there's other ways to get guns. You know what I mean? The people that are going to do illegal activities with guns are not just lining up to just go get them the right way. Right. So you take away those all those those options for people to get them legally to defend and the only the, the majority of the people that have them are the people that shouldn't have them anyway and mm. they'll do whatever they need to to get them. Mm-hmm. So I mean you got to think of it that way. I mean there's something definitely should be done about yep. you know protecting people from from terrible gun violence, but I don't think the 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 way to do it is just to take it away, yeah. take them away from everyone. I mean, especially because I, I see a lot of people talk about it. Like, oh, what about Australia? In Australia, we took away guns, and we haven't had a mass shooting in a long time. And uh, Australia is an island. Like, you don't have you don't have Mexico on the other side of it. You know what I mean? So mm, you take you take away. That's illegal- interesting, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you if you take away the option to get it legally, you mm. open up the opportunity for a, a lot of illegal gun sales, and they're gonna they're gonna flow, man. And then a lot of people that aren't supposed to have them will still have them, but people won't be able to defend. So it's I don't know. It just seems like a really bad, potentially bad situation. But d- something does need to be done. I just I I wouldn't say that that's the way to go about it. Just get mm. rid of them all. And here's the thing, man, because. You know what's cool about this? We're st- we can still be friends. Because I think, I think major gun control is, mm-hmm. is probably the direction where we can still be friends. Like, yeah, isn't that amazing? Gonna... Isn't that incredible? Like, look what <laughs> just, look what just happened. Man. Well, and I don't even disagree. Like, I don't even, like, fully, I don't even, I wouldn't suggest that I have the solution. Like, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't suggest that what you just said is completely wrong. And I sort yeah. of just want to celebrate this for a second because... <laughs> Like, this is sort of my whole point, man, is that 
people should be able to have a discussion and also to be aware that what we're just talking about is like we're just kind of just throwing things off the top of our head based on some some knowledge that we have and experiences that we've had in the past, but really far from experts and mm-hmm. far from telling the future. And we can we can sort of infer based on what we've seen in other places. But you're right, man. Like it's impossible to take like a solution here, transport it over here and go, that'll work. That like the exact same outcome will happen. And I mean yeah. you don't even talk about the fact I mean the island thing is actually a really good point because there are, are especially when you talk about accessibility you go over i don't know how difficult but i mean people figure out how to get drugs over the border so i'm sure mm-hmm. they figure out how to get guns over the border i'm sure it's way easier to get get a gun in, in mexico than than anywhere in either of our countries actually and like that alone is like that in, that inserts a complexity into the issue that nobody really would consider because you didn't get to that point because as soon as you said <laughs> don't ban guns people are like well you must hate kids <laughs> exactly like, that crazy. sucks and yeah and I, I i bring up the kinder surprise next to the to the gun not as the mm-hmm. well like it's it's hyperbole it's mm-hmm. it's not necessarily to say this save kids from choking because god knows there's a lot of other things to be sounding dirty a little bit a lot of other things to choke on uh but but yeah i thought i don't know man i just Maybe I'll kind of just like wrap it there because I, I really appreciate just the discourse a little bit. I love, I love the, I love the chat. And I, that's kind of what I was, what I was going for with, the, with the Joey Craig coming on the show. And I know, I don't know, man. I just know that, that we can have a little chat about some stuff that's, that's happening yeah. in our world. Very serious. But again, maybe we can, maybe we can prove to people that we can have these, um, our, our, our views don't line up exactly, but we don't hate each other at the end. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, everyone. How do you get solutions if you can't really talk? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You, you can't. So wouldn't it be? But maybe we'll just get nowhere, but be positive about the whole thing. Like instead of like getting nowhere <laughs> and hating each other at the end, we'll just like joke around, and play Warframe later. But <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, uh, dang. I don't even know where it came that's- from, honestly. Like I didn't really expect to be to be going down there. But that's just that's just the thing. Uh, before we before we wrap up though. What is nerd frugality? Oh, nerd <laughs> nerd frugality. That is <laughs> How do I jump from like gun reform to uh to this Twitter handle that I've just discovered this this nerd nerd frugality? Yeah. Um What is it? <laughs> no, it, it's it's basically just uh, an account that I made um just to I, I post gaming deals, you know, video game deals. There it deals is, that, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you're doing like affiliate links and stuff? Like, yeah. how, does that, how does that work? Um, yeah, it does. I mean, most of them, you know yep. what I mean? Um, but, you know, some of them, it's just like, oh, okay, I see a good deal and I'll post it. Um, mm-hmm. I, of course, I try to get the, the affiliate link on them. Yeah, but yeah, so I'm, I'm basically just, I, I find. I'm not trying to dox you or anything. Of- I feel like people are pretty pretty clear when that's a when that's a thing. Oh, no, no, no. Not, yeah, I put it on the, it's actually on the page. It says yep. it. Some links may contain affiliate codes yeah. or whatever, you know. So I think that's the future, dude. I think that's amazing that, like, to be able to sh- to share with your network, this is a sweet deal. You'd be dumb to pass it up. You can't afford not to buy this. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I was just like, man, I wanna, I wanna give have a go at that and see, you know, if if, and it's it's so not 
so not as easy as I thought it was going to be because <laughs> you have to search hard. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, because you know, there's just and, and some pages because some sites don't just have like, OK, here are our deals. No, you actually have to try to use like the the price drop filter or use like a, a browser add on to find, you know. And, and so it's it's really not that simple. And, it, and then because my my uh, I don't have that many followers on there. Well, I have to use you have to find out, OK, when are most of your followers actually on to actually see them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I had 100,000 or something, then it's like, OK, well, no matter what time I throw some out, someone's going to see it. You know what yeah. I mean? But no. So I actually had to use like an add on to see, OK, well, when are people most, you know, when are they on most? So they're according to the add on. It's like 9 a.m. to uh, no, is it 10, 10 a.m. to what is it, I think like seven or something like that <laughs> so yeah it's, it's a lot more to it but yeah that's basically what i'm doing with that nice um, man i like that thank you uh I'm, at first it was like okay well are you gonna do that and then i was thinking about maybe i, I get back into blogging and start talking about games and that would be where i posted and that might still happen but mm-hmm. for right now that's that's what it is i think it's a great like i i mean at first, I was like, I'm not even sure what I what I if I know what frugality means. But then, yeah, it's frugal. Like it's trying to be deal. So it could be a little bit more than just could be more than just this thing. But I hope. Mm-hmm. Are you still doing the blog? Are you still doing the Skyward King dot word or WordPress dot Skyward King? Which one is it? It's uh, it was a Skyward Vision dot Skyward Vision. Oh, dang it! I did that last <laughs> time too. Oh, hey, you were close. You were real close, man. Um. You know, I, I, I've been slacking a whole bunch, but that's that's been the thing. I, you know I what really though, do it when it's fun, it. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely. And I, I think that's when it was. You know, it, it was like okay, it's it's fun, but now I'm putting too much pressure on myself. Like okay, I just mm-hmm. I want to keep putting out content because I'm hey, I'm starting to get followers on the blog, and I don't want it to just seem, you know. And then so yeah, it started to get a little less fun, but now yeah. it's I'm starting to get that that writing bug again so yeah. you definitely have that that in you like i definitely i i think we, that's our that's our true connection is this like this need inside of us to just make stuff like i don't know what that is somebody's <laughs> got a better answer than i do about what what exactly is inside of us that makes us want to like create things or have like what what do we get out of it exactly like i don't know man oh just just that that feeling that that you get that satisfaction of looking at something that you created and it's like, wow, that went from an idea up here to actually being here. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, man. I guess that that is it. And uh, and it's also like maybe we just think about stuff too much. Yeah. Where we just like yeah. get out of there, like get out of here and onto that, onto oh, yeah. that page. And maybe maybe that's that's probably there's something therapeutic of just like getting the thoughts out of our head and onto a onto a piece. Make make room for other stuff. Oh, God yeah. knows there's, there's more things to uh, to occupy that space. Joey Craig, thank you so much for doing the show, man. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties, of, and you've been staring at my goofy-ass <laughs> grin this entire time. I promise it, you I've been way more animated the, than what you've seen. You just um, give me the side eye the entire time. Yeah, just like right out of that like kind of like, uh um i've gotten i've gotten pinker as it gets warmer i'm like sealed off in this bedroom um and the the computer just kind of like heats up the room so again (laughs) you haven't seen the sweat as i'm talking about gun reform and getting getting a little like what am i supposed to say next thank you so much for doing the show um where can people find you on on twitter and everything else remind everybody all the handles you'd like to to support you on man 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter at, at Skyward King. Um, and if you want to check out Nerd Frugality, there's at Nerd Frugality on Twitter. Um, and uh, let's see other places to check me out to support me. Oh, hey, I got a, I got a podcast coming up. I nice. want you to be on it. I want you to be oh, on I'm, it. I'm there. Oh my god, bury the lead, man! Holy crap, uh, what is it? Guess guess who the co-host is? Delvin Cox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which one? Um, Huh? No, no said, Delvin Cox. I, okay, I said Devin Tyus for afters because I, fe- <laughs> oh, I thought I saw some th- thought I saw him doing something else with somebody as well. You and uh, Delvin Cox are doing a show? Yeah. It's the the Scoured cast. <laughs> no way. I'm so pumped about th- I can't believe them. I gotta start yeah. asking this question at the start, dude. What's happening um, here? Tell me. Oh no, it was just well, I don't know. I just, is, it I, games, one, is it a video game show? What is it? No, it's it's not. Well, it's it's gonna have video games in it. You know, whenever there's you know video games worthy of talking about, we're gonna be talking about them on there. Or if it's Black Panther or anything as far as uh, political topics or anything, you know what I mean. I just wanted mm-hmm. a space. You know what I mean. Space. Oh, you guys are gonna kill it, man! Yeah, that is gonna, awesome. It's just an anything goes discussion space and. You got to be there, man. You got to have me. I'm there. It's called the Skyward Cast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am so pumped about this. You guys, okay, so a little preview. So have you guys recorded an episode? We actually just recorded the first one today. Yes, you did, dude. I <laughs> love it. That's awesome. Okay, when can people expect for that to go? Like, will it go up pretty soon? Um, Delvin knows how this all works, so he. Yeah, I'm sure he yeah. knows. <laughs> no, but I, I, no, <laughs> I'm not. the one that's gonna. I'm the one that's gonna have to edit it. So, oh snap! That's gonna, yeah. So, um, I don't know when that's gonna go. Up. It, it will go up soon. I'm not gonna do too much to it. I'm, Congratulations, oh, man! If, thank you, thank you very much, man. No, but that's if, if, your outlet. You can mm-hmm. forget the blogging. Writing is way too hard, anyways. This is way easier. You just like you just talk out of your ass, and it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no, it's, it's gonna be fun, man. Uh, oh, I can't wait to check wh- that out. Well, I, I I was trying to see like if it's coming out right now, then check it out. Everybody should check it out right now. But if it's not there, if you guys go see it and it's not there, pop it up in your iTunes. Check out the um, uh, Joey's uh, guest appearance on the Delvin Cox Experience because that's where all the magic started, dude. And if this is all, <laughs> if this if this show that you are about to embark on is a result of Black History Month being celebrated here and on the Delvin Cox experience. Dude, that is what it's all about. I am so freaking pumped about that. I'm not even faking it. This is just yeah. the best thing. I'm, hey, you I'm connecting us, right man. Now. That's that's what got us uh what got it started. Oh, that warms my heart. My cold <laughs> Canadian heart. And it's not because I'm soulless. It's because it's Canadian heart. <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. I'm gonna wrap it there, man. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. I can't wait to check that out. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. For anybody who's watching the video at youtube.com, you may notice that like sometimes I'm holding something very strange in my hand. Sometimes it's a pen, sometimes it's a paper clip or elastic band I think I've had in my hand. This is a, uh, this here, it's like a chapstick. It's really, my dog likes to eat them actually. And I think it's like a golf ball for her. It's like, what's on the inside? Oh, look at that. So just, just a little treat for people just on youtube.com slash we the nerdy. I'm really pink today. Like I feel I'm dehydrated. I drank a lot of water. 
like body, you wouldn't be so dehydrated if you just, you know, didn't have to take a, a pee every every couple of seconds. Just wanted to let you guys know how my, my body's working right now. Thank you to Joey. Thank you to you for sticking around for that chat if you made it this far. You're brave, man. Like, I think that that was a good conversation. I think that we had a really good chat and we started talking a little about PlayStation and, you know, he's throwing stones at Xbox and a lot of things to... Um, to have a really solid conversation. Thank you to Joey at Skyward King at Nerd Frugality. Hope you guys already, you probably already do, but if, if not already, one of my favorite parts of the show is is after it air, seeing all the kind words of people saying they enjoyed the guest uh, recently with Edward Barnell last week at that retro code. Thank you guys for sending all the kind words to him. I know it just means a lot to people to be on the show and it's like, oh, look at this. There's people who listen and they enjoyed it. It's always nice. So thank you guys for doing that. For the guests, the music, of course, was a Zelda reference. Skyward King, another Sky, um, another Zelda reference. It was the song was Timeless Journey. I found it on OC Remix. It was part of Mirror Image, a Link to the Past remix. It's a big, like, 18 song album. You guys should definitely check that out. Uh, that was a medley that you got. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show. Give a thumbs up on the video. Subscribe to YouTube and iTunes and Google Play. Uh, so thank you guys for all of that support. Of course, patreon.com slash make us better. Big things coming. Big stream coming on Saturday. Char- charity stream live if we run Nintendo on Sunday. Huge stuff coming in March. You can also find me uh, on the Xbox Drive with Dave Moore at Dayspace. D-A-S. Wait, damn it. I can't even try that. Um, what else is there to tell you guys? There's there's a show. There's a game in the show notes. So check that out. Free The Long Dark is for you, whoever gets that first. Thank you to our artists, Gary Gray and Adam Leonard, our video designer, Antonio Guillen, and this is powered by the Dayspace Network. Otherwise, this is episode 31. Now it's time for Patrick Stewart at the drive-thru. Goodbye, we'll see you guys on Saturday and Sunday. Bye-bye, bye. Hello, I'm Patrick Stewart, star of TV's Star Trek, The Next Generation, and the host of the documentary series, MGM, When the Lion Roars. Okay, that's fine, sir. Can I take your order? Yes, you can. And what is your order, sir? I'll have a quarter pounder with cheese and a side order of fries. Would you like it? And a fillet. Oh, fish. Would you like a cold drink with that, sir? Yes, yes. For the sake of the future of all mankind, I will have a small Sprite. Okay, sir, that's $5.20. Could you proceed to the first window? The first window. The first portal to a new dimension. One greater, one more wondrous than our own. No, just the first window of the drive-thru, please, sir. Yes, then so it is that I proceed to this window of which you speak. Thank you, sir. Approaching warp speed. What the f***? Mate, did you just drive into the back of me? Yes, it is so. Mate, are you some kind of f***ing comedian? I am Patrick Stewart. Mate, get out of the f***ing car. And so, with heavy heart, I hereby withdraw... From the vehicle. Mate, look what you've done to my f***ing Duco. You accuse 
Me. My f***ing I order. Here's your order, sir. What manner of burger is this? And these slivers of potato extract. Hey, crime dame, you're going to f***ing pay for my car or not, mate? Mate? Ah, I am under attack. I must reason with this. Mate, you are talking out your f***ing ass. Ah, and so it is that I bid you and your people farewell. What a f***ing dead shit.